points of articulation podcast i'm your host jamie wills as per usual joined by daniel bassett daniel how are you hello rick incredibly excited a bit fanboy here now truth be told but incredibly excited for our guest this week so you know i'll dispense with the old usual pleasant pleasantries and rubbish and we'll get down to business perfect well um our guest today is the the indie god uh, the Michael Jordan, normally, of Rest and Fear Collection, but we're in England, so it'd be the David Beckham of Rest and Fear Collection. Normally, he's the $1,000 broski, mm. but with the exchange rate, he's the £779.26 broski. Matt Cardona, how you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? Good. We're yeah, really good. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, we're all, we're all good. <laughs> all right. Good. Um, obviously, Matt Cardona, one of the biggest names in Rest and Figures at the moment uh, from the major pod. If you've heard of us, you would have certainly heard of them. Um Obviously, big fans to start with. If it wasn't for the major pod, it wouldn't be any three points of articulation. So uh, big props to you guys over there for that. Um, how are things going on the podcast front? Podcast is going great. We, uh, you know, we're launching the, the big rubber guys, just the demolition pre-orders, which thanks to the fans, through the roof. So with the demolition, breaking all our records for sales, beating any major band we ever nice. did. Uh, I'm excited for in August when we release Marty Janetti and I'm not going to say who the other guy is yet. Because by then, people will have the Matt and Brian in hand. We'll see this is the closest thing to an LJN as it's ever been. Better than the Chalk Line, better than uh, the Jacks Classic Superstars, certainly better than these AEW Jazzwares. Um, so, yeah, it's as close as the LJN. We, we went back and forth with the factory for a long time. Um, is it exact 100%? No, it's as close as anyone's ever been. I, I would say 99.9% <laughs> close, but... You guys be the judge when you get them in hand. It's, um, I have to. Oh, you, Sorry, you, okay. I say, with them, um, with was sort of the, the touched on the AEW Jazzwares LJNs. Then was that one of the main reasons for you guys getting into LJNs, or so you would have had them in hand and seen a bit disappointed with them, really size wise? And oh, really? You know, the major bendies just kind of took off, and uh, we knew we wanted to not stop the bendies because the bendies is the bread and butter. It's what has launched this uh, big rubber guy line, but we knew we wanted to get into something else. So why not something else that we love being the LJNs? I mean, we'll talk about, I'm sure everybody and their mother's doing the, the Hasbro's. So we didn't want to get involved with that. Um, originally we wanted to do the bone crunchers, but we didn't think it was possible. Now figure collection, they're doing a hell of a job proving it is possible. So we don't want to, you know, let them do their thing. No one, no one seems to be doing the LJNs, especially not correctly. So Let's do it. I mean, we're. I was a kid from the '80s, born in '85. My childhood. I just closed my eyes and I pictured my LJNs. You know, they're all beat up. Obviously, I was playing with them. I was chewing on them. You know, yeah. but uh, I love those figures. <laughs> so it's going to be fun to to kind of continue that line as best we can. Yeah, it, it it just as a fan, it really gave me personal nostalgia. Like my first figures were Kamala and White Hulk. And uh, like I got into you as a wrestler and all that around 09, 10, when you were doing the YouTube stuff, showing off your LJNs. And I was like, oh, my God, we're the same age. We have the same interests. Amazing. And then kind of followed you ever since as well. So, um, yeah, no, it's, right. it, 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 it hits that kind of demographic as well. 
I would say. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's just there's so many guys that that they missed, and also we we want to kind of continue it on. Like, what would have happened if there? Let's okay, we all know about the the black cards who was on the back and who didn't come out, right? But what would have happened if there was a next set, right? And a, a lot of those guys are are available. They're not under WWE Legends deal, so there are some guys that we could pick up. For instance, you know, we have Hacksaw Jim Duggan in our major Vendies line. What if we did Hacksaw like in the blue, the more iconic yeah. look? Yeah. Uh, with kind of the, the longer hair and the blonder hair, you know, so just, we can do stuff like that. Um, and of course, you know, we want to, we want to make powers of pain, you know, the, the warlord in his correct tights, the barbarian who never came out. So making the smash was kind of the first thing we want to yes. do. He, we knew he was number one. Obviously we made Brian and myself number one, cause we wanted to be the Guinea pigs. You know? uh, and even with the Matt and Brian's, you know, we're, as, as crazy as we are with the, you know, detail, we missed something so important that the little, white pupils in the eyes where I'm glad we missed it on Matt and Brian. So now the smash will be perfect. You know, you, you live and you learn, you grow, you make mistakes and you grow. And that's, that's what we uh, intend on doing. But yeah, smash was the first guy we wanted to do. Uh, once we had the Matt and Brian out to make sure we could actually do this. Amazing. Um, Matt and Brian walks so demolition could run. That's going to be the story. Um, we could tell for this one, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Obviously, with with me, I'm a bit bit younger than you guys. Uh, not brag or anything. But I'm more of a, a Hasbro era one, so the the Bendies are right in mind. That the BCAs are as well. Um, with LJNs and so on, I, I just missed out. I don't. We didn't get them that much over in the UK compared to what you guys did in the US. But with that being said, you know a good figure when you see one, um, and you know these demolitions with the chases. They're gonna they're gonna shift numbers. They're gonna look good. Um, and the second market for it's gonna be red hot when people get them in hand, which is. Um, so one of the key selling points for for the major pod figures. Oh, uh, so the demolition have the chase, but um, and I know we've done a lot of chase for our bendies, but there aren't going to be uh, chases for every line or every figure going forward. Uh, I understand from a production standpoint that you know if you have to order, let's say two thousand of Smash, well, why don't we do a thousand? You know, with one pay. Yeah. In, in some cases, it works. Right. But we're not going to do that for the LJNs because listen, first of all, these are 50 bucks or US dollars. I'm not sure what that is in the UK. So they're, they're expensive. I don't want people to feel like they have to buy or be a completist with these. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they want to, if they were completed with the LJN, you really look back, there's two Hogan's or three, I guess, technically with the, uh, with the red shirt and the white shirt. Variant. So yes. there's three Hogan's. So do you need, you know, I don't think we need more than, with the Bendies, it's probably like 10 Matt and Bryans, which is different because we low run them and they're they're a lot less expensive and we can do limited drops on our website or if we go to certain conventions or for our merch table. But the Matt and Bryans you saw in that series one, I mean, we have the rest of 2024 mapped out. You know, we're not even in 2024. There's not one one other Matt and Brian in that lineup. Hey, we might get a, we might get a repaint in there. I get, I'm not saying we're never going to get one, but it's not going to be a repaint driven uh, line because the LJN line was not. And we want to, uh, we want to be as true to that line as possible. But for the, the demolition, it made sense because in my opinion, I think a lot of fans, the, the, the iconic face paint is more of that 89, that, that, that Hasbro series one. Yeah. So yeah. we wanted to do that. And then of course we wanted to make a smash to match that ax. Yeah. You might as well make the axe to match a smash if you collect big rubber guys and not LJNs. A lot went into this. You know, we talked yeah, about this yeah. with a whole team of guys, and we're talking about this nonstop every single day, you know? 
Yeah, no, it make, makes perfect sense as a completist that. And a thing differing from the UK, we did have a lot of LJNs, Jamie, and a lot of guys, a lot of UK friends, I'm Irish. Uh, for some reason, I think it was like expats from the East Coast, like bringing them home and then some weird deal between a shop <laughs> or a store here. Uh, like I had White Hogan and Kamala everywhere and supposedly they're valuable figures now. Like, uh, the majority of the LJNs have definitely Yeah, I mean, up, but... uh, like, yeah, for sure. And you know, and some of those guys are available. Uh, you know, we're we're trying not to sign people if we cannot make them right away, right? Because I'm sure we'll get into it how yeah. long a lot of these figure companies are taking. And I don't I don't want to sign powers of pain. I don't want to sign them today because I know they're not in the next three lineups. Okay. Right? So by yeah. the time yeah. we actually make why, why even lock them down? Right? Like why? Because we know. We are not going to make him yet. So I don't want these people. I don't think it's fair to the, the wrestlers or the family of the wrestler of the deceased to be waiting all this time. If we know we can't make him yet, we don't want to sign him yet. Now, if a guy, you know, is about to sign a WWE Legends deal, okay, well, let's get him now. <laughs> let's yeah, get him now yeah. So I, 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 that's but what I was going to ask you, Matt. Out there, yeah. We'd, we'd rat, yeah, if someone's just out there, you know, like, like I want to do a Nick Gage eventually. I'm not going to sign Nick Gage right now because – He's. I know he's not in my my next three lineups. So but, why even? And I and speaking Nick Gage is a perfect example. He's a perfect example. Of somebody who signed a heels and faces line contract, a ringside collectibles over two years ago. Figures still not out. Yeah, yeah. You know. And what would I say to you as a which I'm business, sure he wasn't told there's a two year wait when he signed. If, if I said to you as a businessman, Matt, not forget take your wrestler hat off. Uh, I'm going to sign this dude to make an LJN style figure. Would you go and sign him then? Well, it depends. Would you would you be a carny and make an exclusive deal? Because we don't do exclusive <laughs> okay. deals. We want everyone to make as much money as possible. There you go. You know there what I'm saying? There's my so answer. If you if you're trying to if you're trying if you're well well if you're trying to sign someone to an exclusive deal, I think you're really screwing the wrestler because I think the wrestler should go go make as many deals as possible. We refuse to sign any. Anyone to an exclusive deal. We want everyone to know when they sign with us, you can sign with any company you want. You know, this isn't a monopoly, it's not a monopoly here. Okay. I think if you're really for the wrestler, you should let them make as many as much money as, as humanly possible. Absolutely fair from your guys' point of view. Absolutely. That's my opinion. It's, it's oh, um certainly worthy yeah. opinion. I think if you look at how many avenues now um wrestlers have to to make money, you got Pro Wrestling Tees been a prime example where we look back what, 15, 20 years, they might not have had that avenue. Um, I mean, Patreon to some extent, even want to bring OnlyFans into the mix as well. So um, as far as wrestlers yeah. are concerned, being tied down into those into those contracts, which I'm sure we'll get onto in a in a bit with um, trademarks and so on, uh, which has been quite a hot topic in the, the wrestling figure world in the last six to eight months for uh, potentially the wrong reasons. Um that's the the key thing, you guys. If people are wearing those people's t-shirts, that's then basically advertising that person, which they will then advertise the figures as well. So it makes sense um, from the long stand just to not time down to an exclusive deal. Listen, obviously I'm a biased. I'm a wrestler, yeah. <laughs> right? But I see some of these legends that I grew up watching, and, and I I hate that you know they're that they should be set up for life, you know, and a lot of them are not. So I'm all for them making as much money as humanly possible. Like you said, it's right now time. Not only do they have the independence, but they have pro wrestling tees. They have cameo, you know, they could do a Patreon. They could do, if they wanted, they could make a YouTube channel. They can sign a lot of these video game and toy deals that are out there. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, there, I've been approached by so many of these video game companies and I'll, I always make sure I'm like, this is not exclusive. Right. And they're like, yep. And, and I sign it. And if it comes out great, and if it doesn't come out great, because there's a lot of people out there who are biting off way more than they can chew and are big dreamers. I'm all about dreaming big. My whole life has been dreaming big, you know, so I have no, no problem with anybody dreaming big. I think you got to, if you're not dreaming big, why even, why even get but um, that's why for, for us personally, we don't want any exclusive deals because I want, for instance, you know, Ricky Morton to get as much money as he can possibly get from whoever he can get it from. You know, I want Effie to get as much money as he can get from anyone. Step the lander, Nick Gage, you name it. I just want everybody to make money here. Yeah. And and that, that leads me kind of quite naturally to a question because I, I saw yourself and Steph doing it was quite tongue-in-cheek with a video regarding promoters but also it was fucking brilliant because uh we've been hearing for years from wrestlers how they get treated by promoters um mm. like so like you're doing a lot for your colleagues and does it make you feel it could be a controversial question for a podcast you've probably heard it over the years unionization in pro wrestling listen uh I'm not gonna sit here and 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 say we need to be unionized listen it is what we all know what we're getting into sign up for this gig right <laughs> Uh, we all know the deal, okay? Yeah. Uh, but do I think on the independents, some talent are treated unfairly? Yes, but also the independents are the independents. I know these guys. People think these promoters are like just being cheap. No, you know, like these shows are expensive to put yeah. on. Whether you're booking top names or people who haven't really made a name for themselves yet, you still have to pay these talents. Yeah. And, you know, if they're a flying, you got to pay for their flight. You got to pay for the hotel. So things add up very, very quickly. Trust me, I know we we try, tried the Figure Wrestling Federation. We put on five shows. It's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive to run these shows. Uh, but you know, at the same time, there are things that promoters can do that I think would just make everyone's life a little easier. Like, hey, why don't you provide some fucking bottles of water backstage? Like, get some waters. You know, get get some cases of waters. How much is that really going to break the bank? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you'd assume uh, a nice that. Nice gesture like, yeah. can go a long way, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 I, I said one one thing we saw recently. I'm not sure how um I think you might post it on the, the major pod group recently. I don't know how we can say it, but I'll do the edit in so I can change it if not. Um the Brooklyn Brawler, Bendy. Um Brooklyn Brawler Bendy. Listen, I, I would love a Brooklyn Brawler Bendy. I think Brooklyn Brawler would be better suited for a big rubber guy. Yeah. If he fits him, well, it essentially fits him both. Um, but I don't know if he has a Yes. Uh, listen, I would, I would love to, I would, if I had to do one, I'd pick the big rubber guy over the bendy, but I'd love to have him, but I don't know. I, I wish I could sit here and say, I know every single person's contract status. I don't. So I don't know if he has an exclusive deal anywhere. If he does not love to have him, he's not in our lineup for 2023. So we won't be trying to sign him until then, until we're ready to where we at least have him penciled in. Yeah, I think he's, Brooklyn brawler, perfect example, right? Perfect yeah, exactly. Brooklyn brawler. When, when's the last, when's the last time he's at a figure? But Jack's class of superstars? Yeah, there's a zombie sailor one, isn't there? Um, coming out. I mean, it's, in, not, it's not yeah. out. No, no, it's right? not so out. Imagine, imagine, imagine like Brooklyn yeah. Brawler. He's so excited to sign this contract. He doesn't know he's number 45 in the list of 50 guys zombies making, right? He doesn't know how long does it take to make a figure. So it's like guys like Brooklyn Brawler that I feel bad for. Because look at me. I, I know what's going on. I know what happens in the toy business. And I don't want to say I'm you. I don't want to say I've been burned, but I've had toys designed by various companies, and they haven't come out. Some are public, some are not. 
And I know how much that sucks. And I have my own toys. I already have toys. I have plenty of toys coming out. So I can only imagine someone like Brooklyn Brawler who signs this deal probably thinking, ah, maybe maybe he's thinking a year at the most. And it's been years, right? So I wouldn't want to sign someone and get their hopes up. I just don't want to do that because I know how it feels, you know? And I don't even know how it feels because I have figures coming out pretty often. So, yeah, I could I could just only imagine how it feels. Exactly. I think that's, that's, you know, yeah, that's one of the biggest, biggest to, ones. I don't want to say lied to, but the, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't want to say anyone's being lied to, but they're, no one's saying, hey, this figure's going to come out <laughs> in three years <laughs> when they're signing this deal. That's not how it's presented to talent. No one's no. saying you're going to be number... 45 in the in the 50 that i have no i, I yeah you know? oh, and i'm trying to get the talent to sign so you make it you make it seem like they're going to be a priority not yeah. everyone can be a priority yeah no and it, it, it may be to lock them down and we don't know what the in, inner workings of any of these toy companies you you would know better than us matt um but like that it may be to lock them down and then people like maybe over promise and things beyond their control happen um, not talking to you obtusely, we'll get into that. Like, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, sort of leads me naturally to, uh, what you guys are doing over with, with, with power talent at the moment. And, and so people have been saying, oh, you've done a, a massive U-turn when you, you signed with power town, but I think us as well, we had a similar viewing where, where they first came about, I thought, who are these guys? They're signing exclusive deals. And then you look at the figures that they're presenting and you look at, the details that they're doing. Look at the major uh, figures that they released recently. They've got to be the most detailed Matt and Brian figures that we have. That 100%. Now yeah. listen, when Power Town first came out and they announced it, I forget how many talent they said, like 150 talent. It was like, come on, you know? And we were, not only were we bashing them on our podcast, we were bashing them. We had Steve Rosenthal, the owner. We were bashing him to his face publicly on the podcast and privately, you know? So, did we make a, a 180? Well, yeah. Wouldn't you if you saw these goddamn figures, how good they are? You yes, know, so. I still think yes. the exclusivity, I I still don't like that. I'm, I will say that right now. I still don't like that the, these people are signed to exclusive deals, especially the ones, let's say they signed 150 talent. Okay. Well, number 125, <laughs> they signed an exclusive deal. When yeah. the fuck are they getting a figure? So they can't make money. And, and t- you know, they, they have to wait. That, that rubs me the wrong way. But I think the quality of the figure is unbelievable. Now, that's up for debate. That's right? my opinion. I think these figures are incredible. I even thought they were incredible when the legs broke off, you know, which yeah. power tap to their credit, yeah. held back Series 1 and fixed it, which I think was genius move because it made them very collector-friendly, very customer-friendly that they were – they could have said, fuck it, and just shipped them anyway. You know, they didn't, which I think is smart because they realized – if, if if everyone opened them and broke the legs, that company would have went under very, very fast. So they took their time. They corrected the issue. Listen, could there be more articulation? Sure, right? That's up for debate. It's all personal preference, right? I, I love it. I don't do figure photography. I'm not on the floor playing with them. I'm going to stand, carry on Eric, just like this. Arms down, legs down. But I could understand, you know, like I wish that the Bruiser Brody could do his correct pose, stuff like that. So I wish there was a little more articulation. But for what they are, I absolutely love them. And like you said, when they first announced they were coming out of the toy company, I thought it was a fucking joke. But they, they proved us wrong, especially with the Matt and Bryans that are coming out. I will agree the the best Matt and Bryans ever, 100%. Yeah, there's no, uh, I mean, look at the renders that we saw recently with the, the tongue out Cardona as well as the, the mouth closed one. And it's, 
it looks like a picture of you, doesn't it? It's unbelievable. And uh, we we saw the hand painted uh, prototype a couple months ago. I think we posted pictures or video on social media. So it looks great. Uh, right now I'm waiting on, um, you know, cause I'm, I'm a collector just like you guys. Right. So, uh, I'm waiting right now on the, the robe sample to be sent to my house because I literally want to take my robe out, put it on the floor and make sure it's as accurate as possible. Nice. Cause if someone's spending their hard earned money on these figures, now I don't, I don't know the exact price point. I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, that's not up to me, you know, uh, but it's definitely gonna be more than a Mattel or an AEW. You know, this is a premium low run item. I think people forget stuff like that. But anyway, if someone's gonna be spending their hard earned money, I'm gonna take my time to make sure it's as accurate as possible. So I'm gonna literally sit down with the robe with on the floor with the toy robe and see, okay, what can be made different? What can be changed? If anything, you know, and at least I'm gonna, uh, you know, send that to Powertown. And and we'll see what happens. But like even now, I'm like, ooh, like the the font is like it's angled the wrong way. Like I want it to be as perfect as, as humanly possible. Yeah, no, appreciate that and appreciate it as collectors. I think we've kind of got conditioned to wait a bit too long from time to time. I'll appreciate that as well. But um I would rather wait for a year than get dog shit. Well, yeah, and you know what happened with the first the first super sevens again, whether you like the faces, whether you like the articulation or not, and they were delayed a little bit because of us. I I will go on record. I don't think there's a more accurate wrestling figure out there of besides that, like that Matt Cardone, Brian, because we were on the, like my gear, my boots, my necklaces, my zippers. I was correcting every little thing. And listen, Mattel can't do that. Jasper's can't do that. Putting out, you know, so many figures at once. I know how much time it took for me to analyze this one figure. Imagine having to do that for mm-hmm. what? six in a set and what set comes out every month like it's just impossible the hundred no years yeah, right? yeah. at the end of the day they are toys yeah at the end of the day they are toys but you know if i have the control especially with these super sevens uh i want to make them as perfect as possible especially because those super sevens were 45 dollars. the next ones which haven't come out yet were 75 which i think is astronomical but i will do whatever i can to make sure that's as accurate as possible but i'll be honest we've talked about on the podcast we're a little afraid because we haven't seen an update in a year so we're yeah. a little nervous to be honest you know uh, and that that's fair we were going to ask you about that i can answer whatever uh question you have that i know that i have knowledge on right so i will say i think it was like the, the couple days before the pre-order was supposed to launch and I'm, I'm don't don't quote me but i think the pictures had been posted of what they were going to look like Maybe they hadn't been, or maybe we just saw them. But a couple of days before the pre-order supposed to launch, Brian Flynn, who is the head, the Vince McMahon of Super 7, we spoke on the phone. And he tells me, hey, like something happened at the factory. They misquoted us, whatever the reasoning was, that we either had to raise the price. The Ultimates now were 55. They had already got up 10 bucks. So we either have to raise the price to 75 or cut the deco. And I'm thinking, well, shit, I wish you would have told me this months ago because I would have chose different gear, right? So I'm thinking, like, what do I do? Do I put out a $55 item that I know is inaccurate? Or do I put out a $75 item that I know is as accurate as possible? Me as the collector, I chose the accurate as possible. That's up for debate if I made the right decision or not. You know, that's, I can't, Yeah, I think I did, but I can't, I can't think, you know, I can't put thoughts in your head. I don't know what, I don't know what you think. And I'm not saying you're right or wrong. 
I think if you're going to spend $55 on a, on a figure, you're, I, you're I chose spend to go with the most accurate. Th- that's how I was looking at it. Now we haven't seen, we haven't seen updates. You know, we literally last week, we just saw like the mold, you know, the unpainted mold. Yeah. I don't That's not the issue. The issue is the paint app, right? The issue is, are they going to put all the detail in there? So we're a little afraid. And I know they're supposed to be leaving the factory in like October, November, it's like the middle of July right now. So yeah, we're getting a little little nervous, especially because Super 7 has been canceling figures left and right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something so, I was going to speak to you about was... We'll see. Um, we're crossing the, our fingers, though. I, 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 I really wanted to come out. Because like, I think that's also with the cancellations of Super 7, as well as them announcing a new line every week, it seems to, to coincide with each other. What, announcing one new line whilst canceling another one. So obviously, fingers crossed they come out, because obviously we want more wrestling figures on the market. But... um. Yeah, we can we can just pray. Yeah, I mean, listen, I hope, I hope, I hope come out. I really do. That's if you have any other questions, I can try my best to answer them. But your your guess is as good as mine on when these things are coming and if they're going to be perfect or not. Because we we even posted the, the the pictures that we were we were emailed the photos. I don't even know if they were confidential or not. We put we shared them anyway because we're <laughs> as transparent as we can with our fans. Because you know, I I think transparency and authenticity is key. I think in twenty twenty three, people. They can smell the bullshit, you know, they can see right through it. So why not be up front? Exactly. And I think we, we, we can see a lot more behind the curtain now, if that makes sense. So we know as fans a lot more of what happens in production, roughly how long things should take once they're in production and, and so on. A lot more than we did maybe pre pre lockdown. For sure. And I think also if you're if you're spending your money, if a company is taking your money, they should tell you what's going on with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I that's how I feel. No, is that, is that, know, I think especially that's, if there's lace. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why why, why we're on today, isn't it? It's just a, having a um, discussion about, but basically about the state of the the wrestling figure union, uh, not union um, affairs, should we say? <laughs> <laughs> you got union in my head. Yeah. Um, so obviously we we discussed like a few different companies. Uh, there's Zombie being being one. Obviously, he's revealed in the last couple of days series two. We've got uh, Epic releasing series two of of wrestling megastars, both of which are are a long time coming. Um, let's say over over a year now for for both um when obviously you, you're you're recording and, and when you're having a look at all the different news and stuff is there something that zombie will feed to you like beforehand which you'll then sort of think to yourself right i need to say that on there or is it confidential stuff or is there anything you can't say that he feeds to you there are definitely things that he feeds to me that i don't say because not my business or toy line right so like i've seen pictures of things that he hasn't announced that's not my business to say, but some of the things that he does tell me, I'm like, yeah, fuck. I think the people should know this. Like for like, he's never said to me, Hey, say this on your, he never, he doesn't do that. You know, but like he, yeah. he had mentioned to me that, you know, and I, and I know this, that, you know, figures after series two are already being worked on. So there's not that long of a wait Yeah, from the pre-order to, okay. Then we take that. Then we start making the figures. Cause I think after series one and two, after those orders, uh, I think he can kind of gauge how many he should order of each character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, so that's way series three and going forward, the figures will already be made. You know, maybe he'll do a pre-order style like Ringside Collectibles does for Mattel and, and uh, Jazzwares. When they do a pre-order, it's not, okay, now they're going to make the, you know, it just means you're going to get them, you know, or you'll get them first kind of deal. Uh, so I think it's going to be something like that. And I think that's a, the best model. Um, I think the pre-order model, and we're guilty of it. Hey, we just did a pre-order for demolition, right? But we did the pre-order for gauging interest. 
because this is a brand new line. We didn't want to under order. We didn't want to over order either. Yeah. You know, what if you ordered, you know, thousands, you know, so we did it to gauge interest. Uh, but I think there's just been too much of the pre-order model. And I think it's left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Uh, you know, I mean, I have pre-orders from so many different companies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zombie, uh, the 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 Epic, uh, Figure Collection, even my own Super 7, I pre-ordered those. So, <laughs> you know, so I have pre-orders everywhere. And I'm sure not, I'm not the only one yeah. where it's just, yeah. I think it's just getting out of hand. Um, yeah. But hey, I mean, that's also it's a, huge, it's a huge that's talk. my opinion. I think, I think it's getting out of hand. It's a huge talking point on um, Facebook groups and stuff like that. Like, why do we have to fund your business venture? There's such a thing as bank loans. There's such a thing as uh, uh, reinvesting in your business. Whereas, uh, you know, a lot of the time they'll say, well, you know, it wouldn't be made otherwise. But when do we stop accepting that as fans? Like when there's over a year and you don't necessarily get quality at the end, depending on, you know. Yeah, listen, delays happen. We've dealt with a lot of delays. And I'll I'll be very transparent. Like these, uh, you know, these big rubber guys, Matt and Brian, we thought they were going to be, in stock may you know but you know they were just on a boat <laughs> when they're on a boat you don't really get a tracking number you know what i'm no. saying no. <laughs> so then when they come in when they come in they come in last week of july and every not everything we ordered is there so we can't even ship out all the mat orders you know so some things are legit out of not just our hands but everyone's hands but i think you got to be as transparent uh as possible and i think there's also a difference between production delays and production not even starting i think that's also uh there's a big difference between the two in my opinion and there's also a big difference between saying something's coming and it and it not coming yet but you didn't take the people's money right as the people's money and it hasn't come over you i think there's a big difference between that as well yeah no and that that that's what as a fan annoys me like so well you you took money off me like if something's not coming and i haven't paid for it that's okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you know so that's how i feel i listen yes of course like listen this this, this zombie two-pack with myself yeah where the fuck is it i was you gonna know, ask like, you i'm bummed out <laughs> I, I, I i've seen i've seen uh painted prototypes i've seen painted uh like fully done samples i've seen it mint in box but i don't know where it is you know like <laughs> I, I i am i'm anxious for it but at the same time he doesn't have anyone's money tied up in it. No, <laughs> no, and that that's fair. That's you know, fair. So you, as bummed as I am, and as I, w- you know what? No one paid for it. <laughs> and know? I think if you, if you look at um, obviously what we got with Nick Gage that we saw today, obviously he's part of the two pack with with Matt Cardona. So I'm guessing the Matt Cardona is obviously going to be a repaint in the bloody um, the bloody uniform. So I assume that he's just waiting for Nick Gage to be ready from series two. I imagine there's a few tweaks there looking at the figure compared to the original mold that we saw. So maybe that could have been the delay waiting for. Um, so both. I, 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 I'm, I'm totally, I'm a totally different mold than my series one. Oh, are you? oh wow. That's really totally, good. It's like, I've seen the totally, I mean like the blade. We, we, I believe we, I believe we posted pictures. Did we not? Um, but yeah, it's totally different. So it's got the, the t-shirt, the, the jeans. It's a totally different figure. Even the gauge is different. I don't know if it's a different mold, uh, but it's not the same gear. So uh, I don't know what the delay was. I have no idea. Wish I knew. Even if I did know, it sucks. I wish it would have came a long time ago, you know? But I'm I'm grateful that the fans haven't put money into it and are waiting. I, I, was, I wish they had it already, but I'm glad that they they didn't spend their money 
in our wedding. Because that and that's fair. And, and then if 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 you if you'll indulge me for a moment, I mean, on that topic, I mean, you give Epic a lot of shit about this kind of thing, and they've taken no money from anybody since taking over. Uh, from any customer and quite deliberately so as well so like um just to kind of get that out there to your own listeners or people who'll who'll check it out because you are on i think it's just an important distinction to make that these the shadow bolts have taken over the company and they took over shit let's call a spade a spade oh that 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 that, co- that company cello yeah. was horrible another thing that people don't talk about um listen i Want every, I'll say this right now. I want every one of these toy companies to succeed. I am a customer of all, all of them. I promote them all on our podcast. You know, yeah. no one's buying ad time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're promoting all of them. Even the Rush collectibles. You know, I bought that roadblock. I bought the Larry Sabisco figure collection. Uh, I personally sent talent to figure collection, including my goddamn wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was so, just going to say uh, the update today. Ella, like... uh, Epic. Yeah. Shella Epic, we brought them Impact Wrestling, you know? So it, I I could have said, hey, let us do Impact Wrestling. I could have said, hey, let Zombie. I brought it to Shella because they put out that dynamite. Looked awesome. The pictures yeah. of Sabu looked awesome. And this company is the company to go with. Um, so, yeah. So, yes, Epic has not taken any money since they took over, which I think is great. Uh, I would like to know what the delay has been on so many of the things since they took over. Um, and another thing that I think... It's not really been talked about. Chella, you know, was supposed to sell to somebody else. There's not, yeah, not my story to tell. But the deal um, with Epic was made you know, back. So let's not let's not pretend here that like that Chella was struggling. There was only one company to save the day because that's not the case. That's not true. You know, no, someone else I was pre- going to buy. And no, I appreciate. I appreciate that angle. I I really do. But I I also like you know I put my cards on the table here. These, these are friends of mine. And I think they're going to do an awesome job of it uh, at, the, at, the, at the end of the day. And I mean, I don't have yeah. much more insight into the business side of it at all. Like, right. so, so um, you know, like they, they, they're honest people. They're people who do right by people. Let's not say like, and I presume, you know, you're, you're following your dream and it's why you're so admired by a lot of us as well. But like, they got to eat as well. Like, so they're not just doing it for the good of their health. Like, so uh, so they've, they've taken a lot of hits. They took over um, a husk of shite. Um, I don't think they'd like me saying that, but it is what it is. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah. obviously, first what, what Matt was saying about um, someone else looking to, to come in and buy it. I think one of the main issues that Wrestling Trader might have had about that was because they had so much tied up with Cello already, with exclusives, you know, with, with selling the figures uh, on their sites as well. You don't really want to leave that in someone else's hand. I don't know what the business side of it, but I know I, I wouldn't want to leave that in someone else's hands if that makes sense. Because yeah. it's your yeah, your company is essentially then in someone else's hands. So um I think that could be the No, I totally of- understand that. I mean that's why that's why we started. No, I, I totally understand that. that's why we started the major bendies because you know, we had deals with recycle collectibles and even Super Seven, where we're like, we're not the top priority, which is fine, but I want to be the yeah. top priority. The only way to make sure you're the top priority. Is this to be in charge, right? Yeah. So I can totally understand that for, for for Epic wanting to you know be in charge of their exclusives and the products that they were already attached to. The only way to be in control of that and be the top priority is to be the boss. Yeah. Totally. I, well, it, an educated guess is that with the money tied up in their exclusives, they actually would have signed Wrestling Trader without buying it. They had to, and right. that's an educated that's guess. It's supposed to be told. Like, yeah, I have no idea about that. I don't know. Yeah. But I just no looking at the volume of numbers of say Al Snow, etc. 
it would have just sank Wrestling Trader if nothing happened. So it would have sank their own business. So that there was, there was their only option, potentially, but I'm not really sure. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with buying a company. I tried to to re rebrand it, and I think that's commendable. I don't think I'm not hating on them one bit for buying the. Company. It's yeah. just it, yeah, it's just, it's just since then, isn't it? And I think um, good good on them, right? Exactly, and I think that as I do think they bit off way more than they can chew. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that we'll, we'll obviously come to with Series 2 coming out soon and, and how good they look. And we're finally um, getting a look at how good Demolition and Powers of Pain are going to look. And I think knowing or seeing some behind-the-scenes stuff that we do and speaking to the Shadbox daily as we do, some of the things that they send to us and, and they show us, they're incredible. I don't know how it was run before uh, from the the, trainer, uh, the cello owner, but... These details were not put into it. As you said earlier about the Super 7, when you're sitting down and you're making those changes to the figure, they're doing the same thing here. They're looking at Powers and Pain and saying, no, we need Warlord to be a little yeah. bit little bit more jacked. We need this on the entrance jacket. So in my opinion, the company is in good hands. I think when you're saying a bit off more than you can chew, I agree to the sense that they didn't know how maybe backlog some things were or how the factory was at the time when they purchased it which could be one of the big deciding factors for the delay in the figures. Hey, and full disclosure, one of the main reasons why the things have been delayed has been those fucking Joey Knight figures. That's what's been the big delay with it. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's been quite... Sorry, a... Joey, love you. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. That's one of the big factors with it, is that the Joey yeah. Knight figure's been clogging up the, the factory, basically. Well, that's just a bad business decision, in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, that was the decision that was made from, from Charles before. So right. um, it's something that had to be honoured, as have a lot of the figures that will be coming out in the next two to three months. But I think we're in a position now as fans to sort of say, no, we don't want to front a business. We don't want to pay for a nine-month pre-order. We're in a, such a beaten down position as, as figure fans that three months sounds like a great deal for us. And I think that's what we're going to try... And, and and cut out as figure fans with zombie as you said he's making the series three molds he's making molds that are coming out in a few months epic or fingers crossed we're doing the same mitch is has cut down production time for his to an astounding oh, let's, let's them together about, in his house let, let's talk about mitch for a second mitch i'll go on record saying he's a fucking idiot but <laughs> i love that fucking idiot and we gave him so much crap he continued to we're gonna have him on the podcast yeah. uh this month or bonus episode Hate on him all you want. And I, I think the smoke trade looks terrible, but he got it out in a very, very timely fashion and Correct. got out that Ahmed, which I think looks pretty good. And I, the men on a mission, he saw Sabio, I think looks great. Uh, he signed some, some good names. And if he can keep this up, getting him out as fast as he is, kudos to him, you know? I, yeah, kudos yeah, to him yeah. Because I'm shocked that he did it. I'm shocked that these were. Real toys. I'm shocked they were on good carding, but he did it. So as much shit as I give him, as much shit as the major pod gives him, he and listen, there's a lot of things that the public doesn't know about why we give him shit, but he got the figures out. Yes. People paid, and he got people what they paid for. So I, you got to respect that. I give Mitch shit every single week on this podcast to a point where he insisted on coming on to argue with me. <laughs> He um, but he, he was a great it, guest. He was a great guest. So I've I've interviewed yeah, him twice, and he's brilliant. He did it. Um, and, favorite, and I'm not going to stop giving him shit either. <laughs> my um, my favorite Mitch thing happened yesterday when he put up a post on Instagram to say, "Don't buy any scalp and eBay prices 
buy this Ahmed Johnson off me for $58. So it's $20 <laughs> more than the <laughs> scalping your own figures there, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Piece of shit. Listen, I, I think Mitch, I think Mitch is the definition of a dreamer and he, he made it work. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he got the figures out before Rush Collectibles, who was helping him make the figures. Uh, listen, that, that company is another, you know, I think they've, with repaints, have announced almost 100 figures without one out. I think it's, come on, that's that's overkill, guys. Do we really need to announce all these figures when you haven't even put out one? Come on. I believe, I understand the hype and hype in your product. I get it. But so, that's a bit much, don't you think? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. we, Sal and I have been through the mill on this as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think you, you say you also working in silence is is key. And, and, I think... and Sal, 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 yes, working with silence. I think and Sal. Let me just go on record. Another guy who I brought ECW talent to Brian Myers as well for that ECW line because we wanted to succeed. I don't think I think there's people who think that we don't want these companies to succeed. I don't know what they're talking about. I'm it's... buying figures from everybody. I want them all to succeed. The more the merrier. This is not the Monday Night Wars here. Do you know know what I think it is, Matt? And I think you were right to come on. I think when you were writing on a forum saying such and such did this and such and such lied, it's it's inferred like in some sort of combative way. And I don't think you mean it like that. I'm not putting words in your mouth. But I I think having a conversation with someone like we've come on here and we were quite scared. I'm going to tell you the truth. Like going, he's going to give us so much shit and we're not going to be able to answer the business questions. Right? (laughs) So... Uh, but the reality is we've the same thing we want the same things and i i would say to oh, you absolutely. that the new owners of epic also want the same things now they gotta eat they're not the savior of the figure world or, or anything like that but they we, well i'd say they, they will be by proxy to be honest with, with you guys with zombie i love zombies figures and again give them loads of shit um so yeah yeah i mean listen i've heard all this collo- i've i've heard people accused Brian and I of owning a piece of the Zombies company, all sorts of things. I don't own a dime in Zombies company. I wish I did, because he's going to make a lot of money. And, yeah. my, and listen, it's all personal preference. I personally think that the Zombies are the best. That's that's my personal preference. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying you're wrong if you don't think so. I think they're the best. Um, but I don't own a piece of the company. I wish I did. What, I, what, but I don't. Did I get paid for my figure? Absolutely, I did. Yeah, and, and where, where I'd have but, to challenge you. know, when Chelsea point. Green needed one, I sent her to figure collection. Yeah. and But where I challenge you at this point is that Go people ahead, will say, people will see, well, Matt and Brian financially benefit. No, nobody's saying you own a piece of this, any, any company, but like, would it not be natural to have a bias of going like, you know, well, better not shit talk Rush. I want them ECW figures. <laughs> well, did you listen to our podcast? We shit talk them more than anybody. Yeah. yeah, I think Rush is I, I don't agree with what you're saying. I don't agree with what you're saying one bit uh, because we should talk Rush more than anybody. And yes, we Fair do enough. have. We, we, did, we did sign for the ECW figures. And then, you know, for, for the cella, when that Hornswoggle came out, I'm sorry, not the cella, the figure collection. This is where it gets confusing because who bought what? It was the figure collection <laughs> yeah, yeah. put out the cella Hornswoggle. Am, is that correct? Am yeah, I correct? The figure collections that? Did, the, did the horns. Well, trust me, we did the podcast and we get confused. So you're fine. <laughs> right. So, right. Okay. So Figure Collection put out the Swaggle. We yeah. just Swaggle is one of my best friends, yeah. member of the pod family. The figure fucking sucked, in my opinion. We buried it, but my wife is going to be in the, the next set, right? So it's like, I think we're as fair as possible. I mean, we, we, if, if, we're not, we have nothing with Cella. We have no connection uh, financially, right? But that 
doesn't mean that we're shitting on them more. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, we were supposed to have a Chella uh, Dynamite Kid style figure that yeah. got canceled to that whole, whole takeover. So we were going to. And it's not like I don't know who it was. it going to be for your collection? Was it going to be Chella? I don't even know at this point. Because And we, I'm glad now <laughs> that Epic has taken over. So there's one, you're not going to. You know, I, I don't because at, at one point it was like who is in charge of this company and who's making what, right? So now, yeah. am I correct in saying that Epic is 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 in control of all those figures? Correct. So yeah, Epic will be. Or am um, I, is that not true? So the new going forward, rest of Megastars will be through Epic. So FC had the Gangrel, had the Luna, had the had the Swoggle. Okay. Um. So so they was they were talent that was signed okay. by FC by by Jack and Food Collection. So. Hence, with the the BCW line that was made by Chalab, yeah. obviously there were FC because that was his that was his baby essentially. Um, mm-hmm. With Epics, where where they've taken over is is talent that was signed by Chalab. So this is where it gets a little bit confusing because uh, no one knows who was signed by who. So the whole plan that we've got is right. once Series Two is out of the way, we're going to have a sit down with with Luke and Kate uh, from Wrestling Trader and go through all of the series, everything that's on the list coming up, and to say. He's going in this series. He's going in this series, and basically just plan plan out. So you've got your likes of your war horses. Um, you know. uh, that was a perfect example. War horse, a guy who's never had a figure before, signed with them. What I don't even know the exact date. I don't have these contracts. Has would've, nothing. Would've been around the Cody. Hasn't seen anything. The artwork. When was it? Around when Cody been... had a match with Cody in AEW would have been around. It was give or take a month or so around that time. That's when he signed. That that's yeah. when the figure would have been announced. So that would have been. We don't know. That was when he almost signed. three years ago. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been first, maybe okay. first part of 2021, late 2020. Hey. Oh no! So that Cody match is July 2020 because that's when yeah, I, I made my AEW yeah. debut that night. After that, yes. Match. So that was three years ago. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about here. A yeah. three-year wait. Come on, that's inexcusable. And I understand shit happens, but oh, oh yeah, that's okay. just one example times how many other guys are on that roster. Yeah, I, I I don't disagree with you, but I think it's and by just, roster, I mean people who have signed. Yeah, I, th- I think waiting. it's just stuff that was there with their hands, as opposed to like you know, and and the benefit of hindsight, as opposed. To, you know, you, I don't think you're wrong. But. No, definitely not. And um, I said War, War Horse is a prime example of what we're talking about here. If someone, well, that's what that, but that's what I that, but that's but that's all I'm saying. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say it's a prime example of um, sort of someone that was hot at the time. Uh, had a match with Cody. He was coming off AEW uh, on the Indies. It was a big name. He could have assigned conventions. Would have been good for his merch table. All that lost revenue just from that long wait time is now going to be going forward. Fingers crossed. Cut down as we look at getting a plan sorted for people like Warhorse and as you mentioned, people like Brooklyn Brawler who fingers crossed will have a figure. But having a plan in place is so important for this sort of thing because people can then plan for conventions when they go to them and. You know, it's just a bit heartbreaking because loss of earnings for for these wrestlers, and, and exactly, and that's all I was saying by bid off more than they can chew because they bid off okay. literally. They can't make they can't make all these guys that they're contractually attached to at the same time. They just can't. If they if they could have, they would have, right? So really, like you said, since they started, they've taken nobody's money. And listen, I don't have epics. I'm not, I'm not behind the scenes there. I'm just going by what they share on social media. I'm just going by what they want to be, you know, uh, transparent about. I don't think they've started production. I'm talking full, not prototype. I'm not talking about prototype. I'm talking factory production on anything else besides the BWO Haku and the uh, 
the Tama. Am I correct or incorrect in stating that? Incorrect. Incorrect on that. Yeah, because um, the Sabu was four weeks ago that was started, I believe, in production. Um, Powers of Pain. And okay, but, okay, the company took over, though, last year. Where? Why was Sabu started four weeks ago? I guess when it was when he started retooling or when they took over retooling the retooling I, I know i know i know for a fact the retooling was requested over a year ago it doesn't i know how long it takes to tool things up if you want it done it can be done in 24 hours well i wouldn't imagine they were sitting there with their fingers up their ass like i'm not being funny <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not trying to be funny like they, they would have been trying to get stuff moving but something something was being some, something something so, but, but some, something was being done but what you know, I talked about the impact deal before. Listen, this is not my business to say. I'll say what part is my business, what part involves me. I was on a call last October, impact representative, wrestling trader, uh, Epic, because we, as the major wrestling podcast, showed off the the concept art at our live show in August. And it was now October. This is the middle of the takeover. So it have been a couple of months with no updates. And I knew I could, listen, I'm not a mind reader. But I knew there's there, these, this company's biting off more than they can chew. And I give them credit for trying, right? And I hope they succeed. But there's no way these impact figures are coming out anytime. And we were promised that the, the prototypes would be done by December and they would be shipping quarter one, early 2023. In June, the prototypes were finished. Like it does not take all that time to make a prototype. It just doesn't. No, I don't know what they were doing. But they weren't working on those. No, exactly. I think with the obviously we only know limited amounts of the impact stuff as as do you. Also, I think you might know a bit more than us because obviously you're on the call as well. So, I think with the impact side of things, it's very much um, people want them. People have pre-ordered them, and I think that's been the big deciding factor for people getting in their arms about it. That, is that that's, that, they... that's another. We're not we're not even talking about the fact that people have paid for them. Exactly. I'm just saying. Let's let's do the math here. October to November to December, to January, to February, to March, to April, to May, to June. It does not take eight months to make a prototype. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't. It just no, doesn't. It, it doesn't. I think, um, you know, it, yeah. that's the thing. It doesn't. There's no excuse. It does not take eight months to make a prototype. I, and, you know, at one point they were like, I can't find a painter. What? There's no, you can't, what? That's an issue? You, you don't have a painter for these things? Come on. If you can't find a painter for your prototypes, that's a whole nother problem. I, I, as far as I'm aware, there's a lot more mitigation than this. And like Luke's door is always open to talk to him, to be honest with you, Matt. I mean, I would just like to know why it takes eight months to make a prototype, to finish a prototype. That's a very simple question. Because it does not take eight months. I mean, literally, we signed somebody. Now, granted, we're doing, <laughs> we don't have all these points of articulation. So it's a little different. Yeah. But we signed someone last week. Well, I'm sorry, we finished the art for the person last week. We now have in hand the painted prototype. <laughs> Took a week. Now, of course, it'll be a little longer for figures that are articulated, but not <laughs> not eight months. Does not take eight months. It, it just doesn't. I, I as far as I'm aware, there's more to it. I mean, they're not sitting there going, "Ha ha, let's not do the impact figures." They're not doing that. We 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 all three of us on this call know that. I don't know that to be honest. Well, what what, what would <laughs> they be doing instead, Matt? Because <laughs> what, what took eight months? <laughs> That, but that, that, that is the, that, that's why I'm saying they bit off more than they can chew. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Epic, this is not, they're not a toy company. They have real jobs, and Epic is their side. Correct in saying that or wrong? Um, Kate, who's um, Kate, her full time job is is Epic and wrestling trader. So she does she does the wrestling trader side. I just of things think, like I said, they bit off more than they can chew. I'm just saying they bit off more than they can chew. I'm not saying they're bad people. 
No, no, yeah, we can completely get that. We can't, we can't. I'm not saying with, the figures are bad. Yeah. No, saying, no, and, 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 and I appreciate it. It's so it's so much easier when you're talking to someone because you read that like and you read it on a forum or a message. Oh, what is it? You're being much more constructive than would have appeared. In fairness to you, <laughs> like, well, you also can't. You're yeah. you also you know, even how you just mocked my voice. That's that was your interpretation, and that's. I, I didn't mean people, to mock your voice. I did. No, 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 no. I'm just saying people are taking the context that they want. They're trying to fit their own narrative. Yes, you, when you, you when you write something, something right. And, and, no, yeah, I, exactly. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. You, 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 can't, you can't add a voice to it. You can't no. add a tone oh, I apologize. to it. I apologize. You, I apologize. You can't. You just can't. You just can't. But I'm just saying, like, you can't do that because that's how shit gets started. Exactly. That's how exactly. things get taken out of context. As yeah. Eric Bischoff says, context is king. You know, yeah. it's just, if I say they bit off more than they can chew, it's not, they bit off more than they can chew. That's the way I, I mean, read it. That's a big difference. <laughs> That's the way I read, like well, Zack Ryder promo. That, that's on you, man. That's on you. Yeah. That's on you, though. I'm not saying, hey, read this in my promo voice. Yeah. <laughs> I and listen, it. I don't listen. People do it all the time. Even, even, you know, even my wife when she's she's texting me something. You know, her sister. She's mad at her sister. She's gonna fight with her sister on a text. She's reading something that her sister said, and she. I'm like, if you can't be doing this mean voice from her, you don't know how she's saying it. <laughs> you know. Fair enough. But, <laughs> I think that goes a long way. I yeah. think people people add their own context to fit their own narrative. Sometimes they might be right. I'm not saying always right, yeah. but a lot of times you might be wrong. So we need to, add, we need to add voice notes and to I, forums. That's the I way think it, if, 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 any, if anybody picks up anything from this conversation, don't add someone's voice or a voice you think they're making or a tone, you, your, your interpretation of what they're saying. Want, just read it like you were just like reading a book. I'm not, you know, no, you know what? I'm going to take. I'm going to take no that. No different chin, tone, no reflection. Yeah, no, I, I am because, like, I know you as a wrestler from the TV, so that's that's not fair. Like, you know, so yeah, fair. Yeah, fair enough. I apologize. Right. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You yeah. can, you can't read it like I'm. You know, healing out a crowd at the Hammerstein Bowl. Big difference. Because yeah. also, I think a lot of people forget. Yeah. I'm fucking on this message board too. Yeah. What, what do you think I'm on this for? For my own health, though, because I fucking love wrestling figures. Yeah, and you, you know, get a I'm lot of so shit happy from people <laughs> to be a wrestler who makes noise. Yeah, I get a, listen. I didn't, it, it comes to the territory, right? You got to have thick skin. There's not everyone's gonna love you. Not everyone's gonna hate you. It is what it is. But you know, I'm on these boards and I post on these boards because I'm a collector. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm a collector, just like you guys. Do I have my own toy line? Yes. Am I a wrestler? Yes. At the end of the day, I'm a fucking collector as well. Yeah, no, and what I would say, and I I meant to say it at the outset, is like you, know, you I just could... got a fucking notification. You're a fucking ringside collectibles order. <laughs> uh, what was it that you ordered of interest? Oh, I got the uh, the Ultimate Warrior, uh, the new Ultimate. I wanted to check out the how different it is from. The oh, other. with the the new butterfly, the butterfly joints. Is that the one? The other one. Yeah, I want yeah, to check the... that out, and uh, I got Austin as well, just because I want to analyze them just next to each other. Because pictures only do it justice, so much justice. You got to have them in your hand. Check it out. Um, context is key with them, isn't it? A good man once said. I, I really, I really think it is. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I think that the the dissension among you know it's 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 ridiculous here. Like everyone's a collector. No one's yeah. collection is better than anybody else's. Listen, I say I say I'm the Michael Jordan of wrestling for collecting. Guys, it's a fucking joke. It's a gimmick. It's a fucking nickname. I don't think my collection is better than yours, yours, or anybody's. I think your collection is your collection. There there are no rules. You know, you can be a completist. So you could collect inbox, out of box. You can collect just everywhere. I don't care what the fuck you collect. If it makes you happy, it's a great collection. You know, I think everybody collects differently, and that's the best 
part about collecting. The only rule about collecting is there are no rules. Yeah. Everyone can make their own rules. Everyone can make their own rules, right? That's the best part. Yeah. And what I would say about you, it wasn't just like to blow bubbles up your ass. Like you've done more for the hobby than you'll ever be able to take back, even if you were like, you know, healing it up, like you said, like, you know, or or being all business or anything like that. So, you know, like it's, it's important to note that from you as well, like. Well, yeah, I, listen, I appreciate that. I, I always wanted to, you know, when Brian and I started this podcast, we kind of wanted to break that stigma, you know, that it's not cool to be an adult, you know, collecting toys. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think it yeah. is cool. <laughs> you know, I think it is cool. We, when, we, when we started on the main roster in WWE, you know, if, if I would have brought in the figures I got from Target into the locker room, fucking JBL would have shit in my bag and kicked me out of the locker room. <laughs> you know, the, the times have, the times have, the times have changed. You know, now, you know, it's cool. It's cool to collect, it's cool to, you know, to be nostalgic about what you love, whether it be about video games, movies, CDs, you know, toys. You know, I think everybody collects something. Everyone's passionate about something. You know, Chelsea says she doesn't collect. You know, I look in the closet. It looks like she has a lot of shoes. She collects something. <laughs> you know, everyone collects something. Yeah. You know, who's yeah. to say what's acceptable? Who's to say what's cool, right? You know, let's fucking collect whatever the fuck we want. And if we, if we helped in any way, break that stigma, then great, right? We started the show just to fucking, we were talking about this shit all the time anyway, texting, it was kind of just between us. Yeah. There's, there's, let's just fucking, let's record and, and fucking still, still do. I think it's a different, uh, you know, we have a different approach, we have different knowledge, not saying more knowledge is different. You know, we're involved in the business and I don't understand yeah. why people even, I think it, I think it's all been squashed, but I don't think, I never understood why people, you know, had to choose one or the other. I, I love Disney World. I don't just listen to one Disney World podcast. You know, I found one. I'm like, oh, this is really good. I wonder if there's more out there. I type fucking Disney into the podcast, right? So why can't people listen to as many? Why can't there be a million wrestling figure podcasts? You know, why is it does it have to be like fucking heat? Why does it have to be like animosity? Why can't people, you know, if we really collect this shit, wouldn't you want to listen to as many as possible? I know I do, right? I never said that. I thought that was always bullshit, you know, and I'm glad, you know, the fully posable guys and us have kind of squashed that, but they, you know, at first they were very upset that we were doing the show and I never understood why, because what if we're doing it, you know, and our, you know, someone's like, Oh, WWE wrestlers are doing a podcast with toys. Fuck. That was cool. I wonder if there's anything else. And they type in and they find your show. Or fully, isn't that great? They find us. I mean, that, that's I sort of how, that. how I, um, come about to find find a lot of the the rest and rest and figure stuff back in the day during lockdown i think i watched zach and kurt figure it out on on the network and then they come out right. i think i only had a few episodes on there went onto youtube and watched more on there and then that then led to the podcast page and i think there was an interview with i want to say it was either it was Jer- jericho i want to say um which then led to searching for the podcast on apple podcast and then that then, then then led to facebook groups and then started a, a sort of a hobby from there really so that all escalated just from one tidbit of of finding something on the network that i was into so sometimes you just don't know what you're into until you you dive deep into it and that's exactly it you don't someone might prefer a different podcast than the major one but they might start with yours and then move on to there and it's just a possibility that could happen so the more the merrier i i, I believe that the more the merrier i mean why not, right? I mean, if we really yeah. love this as much as we yeah. say we do, wouldn't we want it to be as big as possible? Yeah. You know, I think, you know, so I think some people want to just keep their love, like, contained. Like, if you really love it, you should want it to get as big as possible. Yeah. You should want there to be, you know, I want there to be more recipe podcasts. I want there to be more of 
these retro companies. Why the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because listen, these retro companies, certainly everyone's trying to sign LOD, right? Asy- Asylum has LOD, you know, like Zabi has LOD. But what there, there are some, some companies that only sign a guy that no one else will sign, right? I think everyone has. So without LOD, those companies, some some people would never get an action figure. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like for every <laughs> for every LOD, there's an obscure guy that only one of these smaller companies would sign. And now we have an opportunity to get a figure of them for the first yeah first I, time. And maybe it's not the first. Maybe it's the first time in a long time. So I think I think the more the merrier yeah. for all these companies as well. I mean, a prime, listen, a if someone example. starts a major. I would say a prime example is um, Stan Hansen, his Palatown figure that come out. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I'm for, I, I keep saying it, but uh, I just want to knock this this point, you know, this point home. I'm, I'm for all of these companies and for all these podcasts. As much wrestling figure products and content out there, I mean, I think is is the best for everybody, not just the wrestlers, but the fans. Let's let's just keep it fucking going. I yeah. don't understand why they're yeah. asking no, all this animosity and this tea. It's like... It's, I think it just fans like even like the ones who you know the AEW versus WWE fans like I never understood that either no, like that's... support them both and if you don't support the other one if you don't support the other one, that's fine but why do you have to shit talk the other one yeah. can't, can't they you know different like, things well why does it have to be us versus them I just don't understand it yeah exactly exactly like you you, know? you alluded you alluded to Matt that ZST is the best and I love them I really really love them but uh, they look like little statues to me they're awesome I want them all and I will be getting them all. But like, um, and it doesn't mean it's the best of the worst. Like, it's just like what you like. Like, is it more of a tribute to Hasbro, like on the Epic side or on the Rush side or, you know? So like, uh, I think they're amazing, the ZSTs, but I just don't see yeah. that they sit except for its scale, you know? So it's, it's different. See, like, I, I, 100%, I 100% disagree with you, but who's to say I'm right and you're wrong, right? Like, well, they look I more real. Like as, as, as Hasbro never would have produced a figure as realistic looking as Sabu. I would say I would argue you, that actually I, I would argue that, and again, we're about to get an argument about not an argument, but I would just say, <laughs> don't do the voice down. I think no. zombies. In my in my opinion, I think the zombies are more detailed than Hasbro's in terms of paint app, but yep. not in terms of sculpting. I think if you if you look if you strip down those Hasbro's, the sculpting is incredible. I mean, I think people you know, are often confused by the Mattel retros and think like, that's what Hasbro's look like. No, yeah. Yeah. It's what you put down. your two. Take us, take us, take it. I mean, yeah, take a series one Hasbro next to a series one retro. The Hasbro is more detailed. A lot more. You yeah. know, in terms yeah. of paint and sculpt. Yeah. But if you look at a figure that looks I basic think the on the surface, better, and you're... like uh, Rick Steiner, for example, and look at how detailed that Rick Steiner is. Um, compared to a lot of the, the retros, even something that on the surface doesn't look that much. You look at how detailed his, his earmuffs are, or just the general, albeit he's got the the, the crushed lower half because he's got the pimples on his butt, but the paintwork on it is a prime example and, and how, how it looks. Right. Yeah, it's just incredible. I mean, the, the, the point the point I'm trying to make is whether whether I think the zombies are, are more accurate or you think the cellas or the epics, we're fucking sitting here talking about wrestling figures in, in 2023. Yeah. So what the f- there's no fucking problem here no one's right or wrong it's when people like start bashing the other person or bashing other people's opinions that's what i have a problem with when people are just fucking talking and conversing i mean really that's why brian and i started the podcast because yeah it makes it it makes it a lot easier we're doing now we're bullshitting yeah we're talking about some controversial yeah i mean the fact that there's even controversial subjects about wrestling figures is mind fucking about yeah. <laughs> come on the wrestling figures we're all adults talking about toys 
talking about wrestling men in their underwear on message boards and Facebook groups. It's a little fucking weird. You know it's, what I'm it's, like, true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, 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 problems I, of the world. I was I was telling my wife like I'm uh, interviewing like a famous wrestler who, who's you know 1.8 million Twitter followers, the most famous figure collector in the world. She was like, "Yeah, I don't care." You know, is, so yeah, it's, it's, they, they, they don't get the. This is what it is, guys. Yeah, my, yeah. my wife's the same. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But Matt, obviously, we've got you for another, hopefully, another five minutes or so. We put some questions through to uh, to our Facebook followers sure. to to get across to you, just to see if some quick fire questions, if that is all right with you. Sure, I'm sure there's going to be some clickbait ones in here, but. Oh well, no, we don't. We don't. Do. No, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we, we don't. We don't do clickbait in here. Nobody follows us on Facebook. It's fine. Scum, scum, <laughs> scum of the earth. Um, well, first one for me. Uh, obviously, Chelsea Green at the moment's quite was well, it's really over on Raw. I think she's doing a great job. She's got a title shot next week. But talk about a behind the scenes thing when Samantha Irwin does her um, announcement, she puts a bit of a twang on her voice. Was that something that you said to Chelsea? Look, can you? You something to get over here a little bit. Can you something a bit different to the other ever on the roster? Honestly, this is going to sound horrible, but I did not. I don't watch Raw because that's when we record <laughs> podcasts. Not, not not that I don't watch Raw. I don't watch Raw. That's record Monday night. Yeah. I've never seen a Chelsea Green WWE match, <laughs> right? So I only learned of that um, that ring announcing because it was just on social media. Yeah. I think it's great. It's awesome. I had nothing to do with that. But I just, I just, I just learned about it this weekend when it was posted. Uh, yeah, because we record Mondays, and I'm on the road Fridays with, if she's on SmackDown. So besides clips, you know, I, I've well, never seen a there, full there's, match. There's our, there's our clickbait. Matt, Matt Cardona won't, won't watch Chelsea Green match. That's the clickbait. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. Um, Five stars. <laughs> um, so it comes from uh, actually major pod uh, listener of the week a few weeks ago, Richard Sparks. What is the etiquette? Now, you alluded to it with JBL shitting in your bag earlier. Uh, what is the etiquette of getting a colleague to sign something backstage? Like, do you go up and be like, hey, Taker, what up, dead man? Can you sign this or what? Oh, man. I mean, now it's a, it's a lot different. Where now I, I, I would, I'd be comfortable going up to anybody. Back yeah. in the day, like 2007, 2008, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. But now I would go up to anybody. Even even at these uh, conventions, if there's, I'm not a big uh, autograph guy. I very rarely do I collect something autographed, but I do collect. Uh, as crazy as it sounds, all of the major bendies, I want one autographed. You know, oh, that's your thing. Yeah, so, it makes sense. Um, that's my thing. So I, I I get all those. But yeah, if I was ever at a convention, like I'm trying to think recently, you know what? Okay, so maybe maybe it was three years ago at uh, WrestleCon, I was trying to piece together all of the Jack Superstar Series one signed. So I had to go up to Hall and Nash <laughs> to uh to get him signed. So that was cool. Uh also that same WrestleCon, I had uh one two three kid sign my Hasbro. Uh, and it was the original Hasbro I had bought because when I was a kid, I never had the one two three kid. So I guess it's like 97, 98. I saved up it was my first eBay purchase was I had mint on card one two three kid. And I always kept it, mint on card, and I got uh, one to three kid to sign that. So that was really cool. But luckily for me, I'm I'm cool. But I, even if you're not, you know, if you're an indie worker, I think everyone's fucking cool these days. You know, I yeah, think everyone. I think it's very acceptable. Folks are polite about it. You know, I think I think it's a different time. Uh, I think the wrestler, any wrestler, would be honored. I think you know. Yeah. To sign yeah. something now, 
if this is if you're a fan and you're bothering a wrestler at a fucking airport, probably uh, a different story. It's but, you you guys were but, talking about that, and it's it's not like it's 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 incredibly uncomfortable to hear about people kind of going about their business uh being bothered. Listen, like, we're we're I, I don't want to use the term celebrity, but like listen, it comes to the territory that people are gonna want our autograph, and you know, I'll probably be upset the day when people don't. But there's there's a difference, and we can most of us can spot the difference between someone coming with one figure as a fan and someone coming with a fucking uh, stack of cars or a stack eight by tens or a bag full of figures. They're just looking to sell. Listen, I, I'm not here to fucking help your side hustle out. You know, if you're a fan, you want something, I get it. Even if it's the airport, I wouldn't, you know, that's not the first place I'd go as a fan, but if you're there as a fan and it's for you, I get it. It's, it's, there yeah, it's the airport it, and hotel thing freaked me out a bit. Like, that's what I mean. Like, okay, when you're at something, I'm going to go and see you. I'll pay to yeah. see you. I, and like, say you might be back in Belfast and Dublin at some point this year, and I will be going up annoying you because I've paid money to do so. Sure. sure. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> um, next question is yeah. from Martin Grocott, who has asked, uh, when you started the We Want Retros feature on your podcast, did you ever think that retros would take off to this level? Um, he also said that he is a major marker. He loves this crossover. So there you go. Let's, let's, let, that's an important thing that we didn't discuss, and I think a lot of us forget. Uh, if it wasn't for Zombie and Shella, now I don't have proof of this, but I believe Mattel would not have brought back the retros. No, I, I no. believe that first of all, I thought they had a bad, they definitely had distribution problems with the retros. I thought they had poor character choices because a kid is used to their basics, their fucking elites, you know, the Seth Rollins with the, the flaming torch from WrestleMania. They don't want fucking jumper Seth Rollins, no. you know. Yeah. So they were, yeah. they were. Mattel was treating these as kid toys again, but they're not. Yeah, they're, I, they're I, for I, fucking adults. A, fr- a friend of mine and I were trying them out on the kids. Like, oh, do you like Mankind? You'd be showing them stuff on the network, and I'd be like, yeah, but the be- not this figure. <laughs> right? Yeah, they want the they want the Mankind. They you know they have the Mankind Elite where his hair comes out. Yeah, and the yeah, mask comes off. They, yeah, they don't want this one where you pull his fucking arm. He does a clo- They don't want that. So I think there was bad character choices. But anyway, Mattel kills the line. They didn't see any money in it. But then when they saw companies like Chella and Zombie making money, they said, hold on, we're yeah. coming back on this this money train. So With no new modes. For, <laughs> yeah, so if it wasn't for Zombie uh, and Chella, in my opinion, I don't have fact of this. It's just my opinion. If it wasn't for Chella and Zombie, Mattel Retros wouldn't be back. So and now yeah. with you know, figure, figure Collection doing their version, um, you know, Mitch... Rush if he ever gets a product out, um, who knows? You not know, the, I think it's I think I not think it's the fantastic. German company anymore. Oh yeah, what then? Um, they they pulled the plug. What happened on that? Um, yeah, we, um, I saw him actually at uh, Money in the Bank last weekend. Uh, it was Q jumping piece of shit. Um, he uh, yeah, so they they completely pulled the plug. They're trying to get a buyer for it, but I think they're just asking for too much uh, for what is essentially nothing. So and again, you know, what about all those wrestlers signed those deals? it's not something that comes into our mind first so you've probably reminded the listeners and ourselves like you know like your people you need to earn a living because these are your colleagues like right well yeah. even, even those guys guys and girls i probably haven't met you know most of them or you know but even if it wasn't for the the secondary market of them selling it in, at shows and, and that kind of money like forget the money for a second like they thought they were getting their first ever action figure Mm-hmm. And now this company who bit off more than they could chew, who promised the world, 
couldn't deliver. And now these guys have nothing. These guys and girls have nothing. They have fucking artwork, you know? Like, no, but nobody dreams of having an artwork of a wrestling figure. They want a real wrestling figure. Well, Dan so had a prototype of it. So. <laughs> yeah, to, sign, to, to sign a deal, to, to tell everyone it's coming out, and then if we're not to come out, I, I just think it's fucking unfortunate. Yeah, no, it was it was the, the, it was it was poorly advised the whole way through, and and I actually felt sorry for him because he's so fucking enthusiastic. Like he's a guy we'd want in this community. And I, I'm the yeah. the owner you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Sebastian. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I I felt like I've met him many times overseas. Yeah, you would have. You would have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, very enthusiastic guy for for the hobby. So yeah, it's a shame. But uh, hey, fingers crossed he can get in into the market some other way. Um, I'd like to see him come back. I really yeah. would. Yeah, um, hopefully more of a plan. Uh, Final question from me is from Callum Nicol, who's our strangest piece of merchandise you've ever signed in your career. Mm. Uh, Has anyone bought you like a pair of like, I wouldn't say pants, but something similar or just like a pair of socks or something strange or just a pineapple? What? No, I would have to say, uh, man, I'm sure once this is done, I'll think of something crazier, but there's, I'm looking at it right now, like the, the power slammer Zack Ryder, I think, is one of the. I think those are some of the worst wrestling figures of all time. So every time are, I are the little sign that, or they're the ones with the at, the hook at, on the back. No, they're they're they're, they're kind of big and yeah, they're they're their arms like connect that. and they're supposed, yeah. to, they're supposed to wind them up. They're supposed to, yeah, oh, they're awesome. They're, yeah. Uh, they're, I had a cane one. They look like they're they look like they're yeah they look like they're jerking off. It's it's horrible and it doesn't even work. Uh, so every time someone brings me one of those to sign, I'm like, this is the figure you. You're gonna display this figure signed by me, so I know that's the strangest one because I hate the toy line. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's one to bring to the airport, because um, <laughs> no one's yeah. gonna buy that. <laughs> no, no. Um, Dan, do you have any further questions? For, for I that? am good at the yeah. No, just in case, because someone will go nuts because we put the thing. Well, yeah, so anyone that had their question missed, yeah. obviously use the hashtag Ask Major Pod. Um, easy, easy one. Uh, easy one. Uh, will the Major Pod ever come to the UK? Major Pod Live? Not unless it is a bot show. And by that, I mean like a promoter will pay our flights and put us up. Because normally, you know, we're, we find a location and we, we fly ourselves there. We put ourselves yeah. up. But it would just, we would not make our money back if we no. buy those international flights. You know, for me, Brian, Mark, Kinnick, our merch guy, we just would not make our money back. It just it just wouldn't happen. So if there's a promoter out there who wants to collaborate and do something, maybe piggyback off a wrestling show where they're yeah. splitting the cost of the flight with a wrestling promoter, that's the only way I could see it happening. But like, yeah, like for instance, like we can't go and fly ourselves and do a show like the day before all in. It just wouldn't make sense financially because no matter how much we charge for the tickets, we just wouldn't make that flight back, you know? Like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Those, those international flights are very, very expensive. It's just it's impossible. I mean, we got, like, conventions over here, like, for the for the love, for the love of wrestling. I don't know if you've been to uh, or seen that one or been in contact with them. But um, stuff like that where they're putting on evening shows as well as... Oh, those, those, guys, those, guys, those guys ghosted me. Those, <laughs> those guys Same. wanted to bring me in and then wouldn't respond. They kept saying, oh, yeah, we, we want you here. I'm like, all right, well, here's my email. Cut email. A couple of days ago, go by. Uh, I didn't get anything. Oh, we're going to email you right now. And then I eventually was like, yeah, fuck you guys and take another booking. So, <laughs> oh, I remember that. And I, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was quite controversial at the time. We don't know them. Um, <laughs> no, we actually don't know them. No, them, no, yeah. <laughs> just go to the show. Like, <laughs> just so. to the show. But, um, but yeah, the same situation with me. I think they were going to come on for an interview. I was sat here for half an hour waiting for them. They just didn't turn up. So, um, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. 
Fuck them. Uh, yeah, so I think with um, Major Policy, we're going to go over live. I know some of the people that we know from the groups and, and some friends have gone over to America and seen it. Uh, Craig from Wrestling Megastore UK has been over there. Willie Wilson, who we speaks to quite frequently. Yes, absolutely, yeah. There as well, so um, and our, our guy, our guy TTD is from uh the UK, you yeah, know, he's somebody yeah, amazing, yeah, we found early on, and you know, he was just making like some some t shirt art, and then you know, he one of one of the artworks he made for the t shirt was of these these Remco esque bootleg figures. Um, and then I said, These look fucking cool, imagine if we made real figures of these, and this is why we were in WWE and we're wearing like lucha masks mm. so you can't really tell it's us so uh you know through ringside we we made those and then when we started our major bendies uh and now the big rubber guys we knew we we need to have tdd attached he's fucking he's the 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 heart and soul of this podcast because his artwork is the podcast you know whether it be the podcast cover or our t-shirts or our figures or ring gear you know like i think ttd has made history there's some wrestling figures where not only has he designed the ring gear, but the figure and the mm. box. Amazing. You know? <laughs> so it's like Amazing. literally designed every single piece of it. Uh, you know, we're Brody hoping... Lee? Did he do Brody Lee's? He did Brody Lee's gear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, my goal with, with Big Rubber Guys uh, and the, the Major Bendies is that it takes off so much that, you know, TTD, we work him to the bone, we pay him, but, you know, he has to have a real job, full-time job. And yeah. my goal is that the Big Rubber Guys takes off so much where he can quit his full-time job, you mm. know, and just, and just do this. And hopefully he would be having fun doing it. Who knows? He's a, he's a great guy. We love having him on board. So, I mean, he's, he's irreplaceable, you know, if something, if he, if he left, if something happened, man, like, it'd be hard to find someone who could do ring gear, do t-shirts, do figure. Cause all, I'm, I'm very creative, I, but I'm not artistic at all. So I can just kind of in words, explain to TTD what I want, whether it be for gear or how I want to figure it or look. And I don't know why, I don't know if we have this certain connection, but he can just capture it with like minor tweaks here and there. You know, so he's somebody who uh, we definitely need going forward and is a pivotal, pivotal part of not just the the big rubber guys and the venues, but the whole, not even the pocket, my whole career, you know, logos, everything, yeah. gear, everything. Titan and they've been something that stood out about you as a wrestler over the years as well. Like that would, would make, you know, the logo sticking out as well. Like, so it, it's amazing. Yeah. Like those logos, you know, I take it everywhere, you know, I, whether it be on gear or you know stickers um, big or small it's, it's it's i think branding yourself is super important and thanks to ttd for making such i don't want to say the word iconic but you know, well yeah you know, I think, but, branding is recognizable and it kind of goes works maybe look back at uh, like when uh obviously you and brian both got released in, in 2020 and, and sort of the comeback that you had and the logo that you had i think you could definitely see the changing character that was there because obviously it was a similar to the Zack Ryder logo, but obviously it was just a skull with the headband. And I think that's one of the big things has been the little tweaks like that that have been made to the character to make sort of people people notice and invest in in Matt Cardona as a character rather than and so different to what Zack Ryder was. Yeah, you know that 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 with the skull that definitely symbolizes that Zack Ryder is dead. And to, to your point, to bring up another story real quick, you know we get released. April 2020, we're legally not allowed to have a match until July 2020. But a couple of days after we get fired, Super 7 reaches out and says, we want figures and we want to put up for pre-order. We're like, oh shit, we got to get gear made. Yeah. <laughs> so, <we> so, we, <laughs> we, so normally people get gear made for wrestling. We got gear made for figures. 
<laughs> and then wrestled. It's like it's completely backwards. I don't think that's ever been done in history where the gear is made for the figure and then it's made. Uh, maybe Mattel has tried it once or twice, but uh, yeah, did they do it a couple of times like Survivor Series where it would um, try to match the, up? The Street Profits did it at Crown Jewel, I think, last year. Okay. They announced Something that like they're going to have a yeah, two-pack yeah. in this figure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so we had to design not and not just the gear now our, all our logos are are what you know all that stuff oh, yeah. had, like our backers and the walls well shit we gotta design it and we gotta hope we like it because this figure is gonna come out in fucking a year and a half right <laughs> so it all worked out but thank you ttd for that for sure um and also brian did it recently with the uh, the figure that was going to be the cella uh the jushin Liger one which is now the power town and the big rubber guys yes. i think that was for the figures wasn't it and he wore it to fwf for the last one was it I think he wore it in an FWF. I'm not quite sure where he debuted it, but yeah, I mean, might have been his daughter's I'm, birthday party. I think. Yeah, sure. I think it, it was. Uh, yeah, that was something that was supposed to be. Like I said, I don't know who the fuck was going to make it. Whether it was going to be Chella or or uh, figure collection, it was going to be that uncensored line. And you know, fortunately for him, he he was able to get that gear now as a as a power town as a uh, as a big rubber guy. My mine was in that Hammerstein ballroom gear. Would have been a badass figure. Uh, I'm working on getting it somewhere else, but as of now, that's dead. You know, it um, is what it is. What would Mick right. Foley say about the back of this? Uh, we probably, we likely, probably could not put that on the back. <laughs> likely not. Well, he'd but, be looking for money. <laughs> yeah, it, and, and rightfully so. So you know, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. It didn't come out. I think Matt. Well, um, I think we've yeah we've used up enough of your time today. We really appreciate you coming on and. And, and chewing the fat, so to speak, on 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 wrestling figures as well as as epic. Um, do you know Phil that you know? Because on the on the the episodes of the podcast, you sort of struggle to know what's chatter and what's epic and what's the new. Um... I still don't. I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think so. Let me, let me try one more time. So Chella was bought by Wrestling Trader, who is now Epic Toys. Correct. So yeah, have you picked yeah. Wrestling Trader so... is their store. Correct. Epic yeah. Toys is the company. So yeah. you picture it as and they used um, to work with figure collection, but now they broke off and they do their own figures. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly. Okay. I think I got it. The young and the yeah, restless. <laughs> so picture picture Chella being Brett Majors, and then picture okay. uh, Epic being Zack Ryder, and then Rested Traders Matt Cardona. You can picture that. Okay. So Rested Traders like the um, <laughs> the umbrella. My my eyes are shut, and I'm thinking. It's like that scene from The Hangover where the guys get all the fucking numbers and <laughs> equations in his head. That's what I feel like now, trying to figure this shit out. Uh, look, we, oh, we do the podcast and we still can't. And then with, with when you throw Sal into the mix with 27 figures a week, and, you know, it's like, yeah. it's very confusing. But it's a good problem to have that there's so many companies yes, out there. I, I love it. And I've a thousand dollars in uh, pre-orders and I'll get them eventually, sometime. Perfect. And listen, just I, I, I got, listen, my money's held up too. I hope we get them for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, just, just before you go, so you've got um, Summer of Stump coming up, uh, Summer of Stump 5, I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. This is going to be our fifth year, or, 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 uh, or is it our sixth year anniversary? I don't even know what that. We've been doing this podcast for so long. Okay, we started the podcast in 2018, so this would be five years. Five years. Five, five year, years. Yeah. Pretty wild. Uh, we're, we're, we're very excited um we got a lot going on this summer of course we had the demolition big rubber got basically launched the new toy line we have a a live podcast in in uh boston massachusetts if you're listening from the u.s we're going to be a power con this year first time a power con where we have exclusive uh major bendies all new molds of matt brian and mark as well as 
Pixel Dan. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Pixel Dan. Major Monk, is that right? Or was he Pixel Pixel Dan's a big YouTube guy? He 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 has a toy reviewing channel. He reviews everything. I you know, I barely think he, he captures wrestling. Uh but he uh big He-Man fan, the guy who runs PowerCon, bought them all out. It's, you know, so hey, we'll make anybody for paying. <laughs> <You know what's, laughs> we'll make anybody for paying. But yeah, and then it's gonna be a you know, it's gonna be a fun rest of 2023. I I hope the uh, the LJN fans are really happy with the figures when they get them in hand. And I I'm very excited about the people we have lined up. You know, some some people are never never had LJN. Some are I don't want to say redos, but like updated versions of you know. So some guys. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to name names. So you you can probably figure it out yourself. But there are some guys who've never had Big Rubber guys, and some have an LJM. But we're going to do our you know interpretation of it, just kind of like the axe, like a uh, I don't want to say a better version, just a, a different version. Um, and I think obviously you're, you're recently over in the UK in Lincoln uh, facing Will Osprey. Will will we be seeing you again anytime soon? Or I will be back in England. I don't think it's been announced yet, but I'll say it anyway. I believe the date is October 28th. For for one PW, I will be back. Uh, unfortunately, no no dates in Ireland this year. Uh, no more dates in England. Just those. Hey, if if you're a promoter listening, or you have a promoter friend, book macrodona at gmail.com. If you have the money, I will be there. We uh, we have one we have one promoter, and you've worked for him. So I don't know what's going on. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I think I think that's a problem. Like maybe I, I work for him once. You need to bring him in every year. But maybe I think they do. But let's see. We have. I'd say I've got I got some. Very minimal contacts. I've got a ring announcer friend who can't wait to announce Matt Cardona. When he heard about nice. this interview, he said uh, it's called Adam Blackburn. He said he can't wait to introduce Matt Cardona. So we'll do everything that he can to to make oh, sure right. you get there. But um, book Matt Cardona at gmail.com. There you go. You heard it here first, right? Um, great. Matt, we appreciate your time as always. Um, obviously, I said you're a busy man. You got your own podcast to do. You got your own plugin to do. So um, I really appreciate it. anything else you wanna wanna get out there. Pro wrestling, t stores, etc. No, nah, I mean, listen. There, I think uh, if you if you've never listened to the Major Wrestler podcast, uh, check it out. Um, you know, we're we're pro wrestlers. We have our own toy company, but we're at the end of the day, we're 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 all like we're we're toy collectors, just like you. Where I know a lot of people think that Mattel's sending us all these figures for free. I wish they were. I'm I'm buying this shit, pal. You know, I got <laughs> Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green's going to. Uh, comic-con i got a list of things for her to pick up at the you know at comic-con for me so um yeah at the end of the day we're all collectors no collection is too big or too small there's no company that's better than the other one because everyone just chill the fuck out you know like relax guys i appreciate that these are fucking toys about men and women in their fucking underwear. Let's chill out. Let's fucking yeah. relax. Let's, let's make it Jesus the rest of Christ. figure friendship rather than the rest let's of the figure business. It. You know, it is a figure business. It is a friendship. It's everything. Just fucking chill, right? Like Arnold yeah. and fucking Batman and Robin. Just chill. You know, calm <laughs> down, guys. We're all collecting something. We're all having fun doing it. There's there really needs there really there's no need for hate or animosity. In a bunch of fans who are collecting little plastic men in their underwear. Let's all fucking relax and have fun. When when you put it like that, it sounds a bit pathetic. But we're, we're three of us are really fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think we are. I yeah, think we are. True. Hey, that's just that's just our opinion. So that's who knows? Good. Yeah, well, boys. Well, um, yeah. Thanks for your time, Matt. Uh, also, Daniel, as per normal, uh, been an absolute pleasure. Right. Like and subscribe to the podcast, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, see you guys. Thanks. Yeah, thanks.